0: Aaron Donald gets disrespected. Sean McVay's not happy with practice. And we continue our countdown of the most important Rams heading into the season. That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. You are locked on Rams. Your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. What is up, Ramley, and welcome to another episode of Locked On Rams, your daily podcast covering your two-time Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're also available over on YouTube, so if you haven't yet, join the party over on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, hit that like button, and let us know, is Aaron Donald a top five player in the NFL still, and what are your thoughts on Sean McVay heading into this season, how he's going to handle all this youth and inexperience. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. I've been covering LA sports for over a decade, the Lakers for SI, the Dodgers for Dodgers Nation. Now I'm covering the Rams for Locked On, and I continue to ride solo. The People's Champ Mr. Travis Rogers, he's on vacation this week, but we've got a jam-packed show for you. Later, we continue our countdown. The most important Rams heading into the 20. 23 season. In our second segment, Sean McVay is not happy with Rams practice, but we begin with Aaron Donald. Now, before we talk about his season and what they're doing with him during training camp, I have to start with the NFL's ranking where they have Aaron Donald coming in at number 11. Now, I don't know if they accidentally wrote an extra one, but I know that he's top two, not two. Look at Aaron Donald throughout the years. That is his lowest ranking since 2017 when he came in 15th. He drops nine spots from last year when he came in at number two. Since 2018, he's been ranked somewhere in the top 10. Since 2019, he was ranked in the top five. And yes, last year for the first time in his career, he dealt with an injury. He had the high ankle sprain, but still when he was on the field, he was as dominant as ever. He was still a force. He was still Bruce Banner in football cleats. He was Aaron Donald. If you look at his numbers, 10 tackles for a loss, five sacks in 11 games, despite Not having a lot of help around him, despite a defense that was also dealing with injuries. So I think this was completely disrespectful. It's laughable. There's not 10 players on the planet that are better than Aaron Donald. Like I always say, if the aliens came down and we were faced with mass extinction, unless we have one NFL player be their best player. I'm taking Aaron Donald every single day and 99 times on Sunday. So I don't understand this ranking. I'm not going to get too hot and bothered about it, but I know that Aaron Donald is going to use this as fuel because we know he is still elite. Look, since 2017, he's faced 1,797 double teams. That's 152 more than anyone else on the defensive side of the ball. Yet he still leads all defensive tackles and pass rush win rate in that span at 26% so you can send the house you can throw the kitchen sink at the guy but he is still going to win he's prime Shaquille O'Neal that's how dominant he is so look Aaron Donald to me he's one of the greatest defensive players of all time if you don't believe that you can argue with the wall might even be the greatest defensive player of all time when it's all said and done but one of the big questions I had heading into training camp was how does someone like Aaron Donald someone that's accomplished everything someone that's a walking statue a first ball hall of famer is going to get his number retired how do you stay motivated how do you keep that edge well an interesting development during training camp is that they're sliding o-line protection towards aaron don he's getting double team, he's getting triple team, and they're trying to simulate that game action aaron don was asked by reporters about how he has the juice this season having that edge and having that fire heading into this year and he told reporters i've been like that because they've been sliding the protection this camp sean gave me a lot of double and triple teams it's realistic right now so just trying to find ways to defeat that and obviously working with other guys with different games and things like that to try to play off of it so right now it's about two three guys on me so it's what I expect on the season so I'm getting it now so just getting the work that I need and trying to find ways to get everything going everybody clicking on the same page and trying to find ways to be successful so that tells you how big of a monster this guy is during training camp that he's getting that added work, but also he's making everyone around him better. He's elevating not only his defensive linemen, they're seeing how this guy goes about what he does, his work ethic, how he comes into camp chiseled, looking like an absolute monster, and also offensively, the offensive line is trying to figure things out. You got a lot of youth and inexperience. You got Avila going against him. You got other guys trying to stop Aaron Donald. That makes everyone around them better, and then when the coaches told Donald they were going to slide him on every play He really wasn't happy about it at first, but he said he appreciated that Sean McVay gave him a tougher challenge in practice. AD said, the coaches told me that they were trying to slide every single play. So I was kind of mad because you want to be able to work different things, but it's realistic. So I appreciate him doing that for me, allowing me to make my job hard at practice and making me study a little harder at night, trying to find things that I need to do better and what I could do to try to defeat a hard slide protection and things like that. that. So it isn't going to do nothing but make me better. So I love this because I think, one, it keeps Aaron Donald even more engaged than he already is, and two, it shows you how in lockstep they are, that they're on the same page. Because look, we know that if Aaron Donald did not like this idea, he could veto it, right? He could say, you know what, I'm not doing that, and they would have been fine with it because of who he is and his stature, but he's coming to camp with a chip on his shoulder. He said that a fire has been lit underneath him, and AD told reporters, I've got a to to prove. I didn't have the season I wanted obviously coming off of an injury and things like that. I feel like to get to where you need to be, it's like starting over from scratch again. It's a brand new year. Last year was last year, but there's a little fire lit into me. So one, let me answer for you, Aaron Donald. You have nothing to prove. I love that mentality. I love that mindset heading into the season, but you don't have anything to prove. You could retire today and you're a first ballot Hall of Famer. But if you do look at his 2022 stats, eleven. 11 games, 49 tackles, 10 tackles for a loss, one forced fumble, five sacks, 11 QB hits, had 40 total pressures and a 90.5 overall PFF grade. And that's still elite. And look, that's not the question when it comes to Aaron Donald. Look, he just turned 32 years old back in May. He is still in his prime. He's still going to put up an elite season if he stays healthy. The big question with Aaron Donald, the number one question is not Aaron Donald, it's who's going to step up around Aaron Aaron Donald is he going to be the Bugatti that's parked at the trailer home right or are guys going to step up are guys going to figure things out are young players going to emerge is the light going to turn on for second third year players right because look there's going to be new starters alongside him you're going to have new guys new faces Greg Gaines is gone Robinson is gone so I'm looking at guys like Bobby Brown the third at nose tackle is he going to step up Marquise Copeland at defensive end Jonah Williams Kobe Turner who he's spoken highly of of as a rookie. And then how about another rookie in Deswan Johnson, who I think a lot of people are sleeping on. He was Mr. Irrelevant, but I think he has a chance to be very relevant for this Rams team this year. So really, that's the number one thing. We know Aaron Donald's great. We know what he's going to bring. I think there's no question that if he stays healthy, to me, there's no question that you're going to see double-digit sacks. You're going to see him make an all-pro team. You're going to see him make the Pro Bowl. All those accolades, they're going to come with the territory because this is a guy that we know is an absolute force, a one in a sport a generational type player it's just the pieces around him because look we know he had the high ankle sprain injury last year I don't want to see him get a back injury this year because he's carrying this team and putting this defense on his back all season long you need other guys to step up I expect him to be in there every single snap unless they're in a blowout unless he gets hurt but this is a guy that's out to prove that he's still one of the best players in the league and still the best defensive player on the planet but coming up in our next next segment sean McVay was not happy with the rams practice the other day and we'll tell you why that's coming up next on locked on rams But first, let's talk about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. The football season is about to start. Maybe you're gearing up for the start of your new year, and hiring people is all about finding the right candidates, knowing where to look for the right candidates. That's why LinkedIn Jobs is so important. It's so easy to create job posts for free on LinkedIn Jobs. You just add your purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the quality candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we are off and running here on Locked On Rams. Thank you for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single weekday free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked On Rams, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Locked On Rams YouTube channel. Fastest growing Rams YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. And if you really want to support the channel hit that like button. And also a special shout out to our everyday listeners. We appreciate you watching every episode listening to every episode and you can be an everyday listener too. Join the club membership is free and you won't miss a thing about your Los Angeles Rams. But here in the second segment we're talking about a practice that Sean McVay did not think very highly of. Sean McVay sounded a little frustrated after practice He told reporters, just with this team, we got a real long way to go. Today was not very good overall. I thought we were very sloppy, not sharp on both sides of the football. And so if we want to continue to try to do the things that we're doing and take steps in the right direction, we have to be better than we were today. Now, the first thing I'll say about Sean McVay's comments is that I absolutely love this version of Sean McVay. This is the reinvigorated, This is the re-energized, the chip on his shoulder, Sean McVay. Heading into this season, he knows the odds are stacked against him. He knows that everyone is picking the Rams to be the third place team in the NFC West. But this is also the Sean McVay that keeps bringing up 2017 and 2018. And I know that in my heart of hearts, Sean McVay thinks that he can find a winner in these guys. Like I said a few episodes ago, that some of the most successful people in the world are also the most delusional, right? Those are the winners. And I think that he believes that even with this roster that has so many rookies, so many young players that you can find a way to get to the playoffs and be a surprise team in the NFL. So you can inject this version of Sean McVay right into my veins because one, he's not just doing installs and teaching schemes. He's also instilling the culture for the next generation of Rams contributors. The standard is the standard. It's we not me. To grow through it, you have to go through it, right? So he understands what he has in this group and he realizes how important it is to really set that foundation also think too he's starting to accept the fact and realize that hey there's not a lot of veterans on this team. We've seen this Rams organization have the Jalen Ramseys, the Andrew Whitworth, so many veterans that knew exactly what they needed out of training camp. They didn't need all the schematics and the installs. They knew the system. It was just about getting into the regular season and staying healthy and then going on a run. But that's not the case here because McVay realized that, hey, if I want to have success this year and beyond, we have to hit on these rookies. We need the Byron Youngs of the world, the Steve Avila's of the world, even the later pick guys to really step up because they're not going to hit on all of them right they're not going to hit on all of them i mean these are ipo stocks these are scratch off lottery tickets but the more you hit on the easier you make it in the future so you can use this rams culture all these rams resources where you have a franchise that's worth north of six billion dollars that's the sixth most valuable franchise on the planet right so they have the resources with stan Kroenke, but you also have a salary cap and the more that these guys turn out to be contributors and impact players, the easier it's going to be to go out there and make trades and trade picks and get big, talented, high-level players and add them to this roster to go on Super Bowl runs. So, I love this version of Sean McVay. I think that he's gritty, has a chip on his shoulder, and I think that he's really sending a message to his younger players. He would also go on to say about Steve Avila, I thought he's done good. I thought he got tired today. I thought we were tired overall, but I do like what Steve has. I'm a big believer in Steve Avila. I think he's got a lot of ability i like his mindset and his mentality but like all these rookies this is a different deal and we've got to really condition and callous ourselves physically and mentally to be able to sustain throughout the course of a regular season and we got to be able to push through on these types of days The easy thing is to try to not do that, but we can't afford to do that. But I'm encouraged with Steve, and I know he's going to continue to learn from all of his reps, whether they be good or bad. So first of all, I like the little compliment sandwich there. He's definitely giving credit to Steve Avila. I think he's very high on him, but the key word there for me is conditioning. It's trying to push through some of this physical wear and tear because this is a grueling training camp. These guys know that it's not going to be easy. There's a lot of position battles. And I think he's saying that, hey, we got to get to where we need to be from a physical and a conditioning level to where we can actually have these position battles and really assess the talent that we have. I think it looks like that Sean McVay is almost saying that, hey, did everyone come into shape right where they needed to be? I think that's kind of what he's calling into question. And look, there's some people out there that say, hey, maybe training camp is a little too short. I mean, these guys make tons of money. Of course, you have OTAs and mini camps. Maybe you get more of a year round program. But really all these guys. Guys, they need to keep themselves in shape, and they know that. I was speaking to an NFL player, and he says that, hey, you need to be your own best trainer. You need to be your own best dietitian." Yes, these guys, they have teams of people that do that. They realize that themselves. Really, it starts from within. I do think that there's a lot of competitive guys. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I think are in great shape, but I think the message that McVeigh's trying to send is, hey, there's levels to this, okay? This is the National Football League. Go over and look at Aaron Donald. Look how he showed up when he came to camp. He was ready to go. Can you say the same thing about all these guys? Probably not. No one is at Aaron Donald's level, but I think that what Sean McVay is trying to say and trying to convey to some of these players is there's a whole nother level that you can get to that you probably didn't even know existed. Look, you know what they say on the other side of suffering is greatness, and I think he wants these guys to be okay to suffer and be uncomfortable because that's really what it's going to take to have success on this level, especially when you're a later draft pick, especially when you're a rookie. So, I think McVay realizes that, and he's just trying to squeeze every single drop out of these guys, and I think that's really what he's trying to accomplish here, because look, he's been through this. He knows what it takes, and I think he's already kind of identified what he's seeing from some of these young players, because look, Steve Avila, he played his college ball in Texas. He's been through hot practices, warm practices, and through humidity. He knows what that's like, and look, you look at Irvine, it's not like it's 120 degrees. I mean, they're practicing at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So it's not like it's blistering heat. So I think these guys are going to be fine. I think that he's just trying to light a fire underneath them. And I think when you're Sean McVay, this is absolutely the right thing to do. You are planting your flag. This is Sean McVay. This is how I do things at Rams camp. And he's setting that standard as high as he ever has. The standard is the standard with the Rams. And Sean McVay has told us that for years. But I've been incredibly impressed with Steve Avila. I think the way he's handling handle these expectations the way that he's headed into camp knowing that hey he's gonna have a golden opportunity to start on day one that he could be a foundational guy for the next five to ten years and that is the plan for Avila that is what the hope is the Rams they took him with the fifth pick in the second round he was the 36th pick overall out of TCU they went offensive line it was a sensible pick and that's something that really stands out too I want to point that out is that this offensive line is changing. They are committing to the run. They do want to protect the quarterback, and you're seeing more size along that offensive line. It's not the smaller offensive lines that we've seen in the past, and I think that Steve Avila, he really marks that going into the future. We're going with these bigger guys. I mean, you're talking about more of a road grader, a guy that can move defenders off the line of scrimmage. He can move downfield. He can block those defenders, and he can really go out there and just be an absolute beast. So, yeah, Steve Avila He's going to be big time. I love the fact that he was talking to the Rams social media team because he was mic'd up, and they were looking for all these sound bites, and he told him at the end that, hey, you're not going to have a lot to work with because I was so locked in. That is how locked in Steve Avila has been. And also, too, he got a nice pointer from Andrew Whitworth. Big Wit told him this is like perfecting a golf swing. Every day is going to be a new little thing, right? So you're going to learn little lessons. The key is to learn those lessons, right? There's going to be a little something every day that you'll pick up my eyes are going to be a little here right side i just have to be a little more tough you know i gotta shoot this one faster so he's saying that hey Every single day you go out there, it's the nuance. It's the complexities of the game. I think Steve Avila realizes that. Feels like a very high IQ type of player. A guy who just loves the game. Knows the game. Has a great personality. I think he's going to be a leader for this team. I don't want to say he's going to be the next Andrew Whitworth as far as his leadership, but I do see some leadership qualities and some similarities there. But coming up in our last segment here on Locked On Rams, we continue our countdown of the most important Rams heading into the 2023 season. That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. And welcome back to Locked on Rams. Thank you for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Locked on Rams, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the fastest growing Rams YouTube channel, the Locked on Rams YouTube channel. Hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. If you want to see us post even more Rams content, and you really want to support the channel, hit that like button and also let us know, what are your thoughts on Ernest Jones heading into Into the 2023 season. And then one more shout out to our everyday listeners. We appreciate you listening to every episode, watching every episode, and you can be an everyday listener too. You can join the club. Membership is free and you won't miss a thing about your Los Angeles Rams. But here in our third segment we continue our countdown of the most important Rams heading into the 2023 season with number six, and that is inside linebacker Ernest Jones. So Ernest Jones, a little rewind here. He was a third round pick in the 2021 NFL Draft out of South Carolina, you saw some flashes early on. Then last season he plays behind Bobby Wagner who's the number two linebacker he got to absorb. He got to see what it's like to play behind an all-pro, to play behind a guy that's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. And then in his 2022 season, if you look at his numbers, he played in 17 games. He made 11 starts. He had 114 tackles, had four tackles for a loss, had one forced fumble, had one INT. Remember the play against The Raiders had two pass defense, had six missed tackles, 60 targets, 51 receptions, allowed 85% against. He finished with a PFF grade of 62.7. That was 47th out of 84 inside linebackers. Now, where does he need to improve? Well, one, he needs to get better in pass coverage. Last season, he allowed 51 catches on 60 targets. So 51 catches on 60 targets. You definitely want to improve on that number. That, to me, is the number one key when it comes to Ernest Jones moving forward is how can he improve in pass coverage because he's going to be faced with the tough task of covering receivers over the middle of trying to break a pass over the middle covering athletic tight ends that are trying to make plays so if he can get incrementally better in that department and we're starting to see a big step forward from that aspect of his game well then the sky is the limit and this guy's going to realize his potential and he's going to be a part of this organization for years to come but a lot of people are high on him I'm high him and so is defensive coordinator Raheem Morris who had this to say about Ernest Jones. Right now Ernest is our green dog going out throughout the process doing some of those things so he certainly developed. Being with Bobby last year certainly helped him from an off-the-field standpoint and certainly an on-the-field standpoint. Those two guys being together and within that room having a couple of different position coaches going from Chris to Shula again getting more information from Chris and being even more involved in that system I I think only helps him. Really fired up to see where he can go this year. Really fired up about Ernest and what he can become. So, big year for Ernest Jones. I think he's ready. I think he's primed. I think he's a leader. He's a voice. A lot of his teammates speak so highly of him. Kobe Durant, he's all on the Ernest Jones train as far as being that Green Dot guy, being an enforcer, being a leader for this Rams defense. And they are going to need it. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Rams. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at at DMACC underscore LA. And until next time, whose house is locked on Rams house.